1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. This is Jim Troth, of course. With me is
2: the office goddess Laura.
1: Yes, and today we're gonna to talk about some people calling them walk and talk. I've heard them call it home buyer consultation, a walkthrough consultation. It's basically it's a it's kind of it's not even a home inspection, but some people are doing these in lieu of a full home inspection, and we're going to talk about why some people are doing these and what is wrong with doing these. But first, let's listen to this.
0: Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted, licensed home inspectors for your needs, from radon to mold to warranties, for a grade- you really can't go wrong visit home inspections in
1: all right laura a walk and talk we'll just call it that what is this
2: it is an inspection of a house that looks at very limited items in a short period of time. And I'm guessing in today's market, half an hour or less, because that's all they give for showings anymore. Typically, it's 15 minutes is what I'm hearing.
1: For the showings. For a showing. Okay. So why are people doing this, do you believe? I think there's a couple reasons why somebody's going to do a walk and talk instead of a full home inspection.
2: I think that... People are still really worried about waiving the inspection contingency, and this, for some reason, gives them a bit of reassurance that they're not making a huge mistake. They feel more comfortable purchasing it because they've had an expert walk through.
1: Okay. So, so they likely or feel or been told they can't get their offer accepted, having that inspection contingency on there. So maybe they're told or they have figured out or thought that, or However,
2: well,
1: if I just have this inspector come through half hour, we'll sneakily do something here, and this is how I get my inspection, they think they can do it that way. So it's kind of a compromise between no inspection to a full inspection. It's, it's kind of like a right. partial inspection. I think some people may do it, or some agents may sell it to the the client or the potential as being, hey, it's, it'll save you some money.
2: It's better than nothing.
1: It is better than nothing if it's legal. If it's, it's better than nothing. But say say you get a, a walk and talk for an hour. They charge you two hundred fifty dollars for that for that, which I think is probably one of the most common fees. Charge you two hundred fifty dollars for this hour. So you're paying two hundred fifty dollars an hour for this parcel substandard inspection and then you could you could have gotten a whole house inspection and say it was 375 which is kind of like the average maybe a little high for the average for just the whole inspection the difference is you saved yourself you supposedly saved yourself 125 dollars and you so you got a 250 for for partial non-standard not meeting the standard inspection instead of paying the three seventy five, and you get three hours of a professional's undivided time. That's only like one hundred twenty five dollars per hour, and you got three hours of somebody's attention to detail to your house. So you think it's cheaper, you get ripped off.
2: Not only do you get somebody's undivided attention in that home for three hours, you get a written report. You have a signed contract that gives you certain legal rights you also have a warranty well, depending we'll, on the company we'll talk about it. We'll, so there's some yeah there's we'll,
1: we'll talk about that so you paid more per hour for lower quality and lower detail
2: right so, so
1: that that's a big that's a bad thing right there so here's some things that are wrong with the whole walk and talks first of all we're here in Ohio we have licensing. Other states have licensing and standards also. So I can't speak about the other states. But here in Ohio, is that legal to do, provide for a home inspector to provide that service?
2: Based on the Ohio Revised Code, because I geek out and enjoy reading Ohio Mm -hmm. Revised Code. Don't ask me why. Um, I went through... And I read the section that talks about what a home inspector is, what a home inspection is. And basically what I'm reading is that there are very specific areas that a home inspection has to cover. It has to include... um, information on systems or components that are deficient, the degree that it's deficient, their recommendation to repair or monitor the deficiencies, any list of systems or components that were not inspected and why they weren't inspected. Um, And then, The definition says that a licensed home inspector is someone who holds a valid license. A client is someone who enters into a written contract with a home inspector for compensation, and it has to include a written report on the condition of the building. That is right in the Ohio Revised Code in the section on definitions for home inspectors. There is nothing in the code that says that it is for a real estate transaction. In fact, any inspection of any home that is done by a home inspector has to have a written report.
1: And it has to meet the standards.
2: And it has to meet all of their standards. And if they do not, it has to state why. So if we can't get into an attic because it's completely blocked, that needs put in there that the attic was not able to be looked at and why you don't get that with the walk and talk because there are just certain areas that you don't do or even in some cases we've heard where agents have had an inspector come out to do a walk and talk but the seller hasn't known about it and they've kicked the inspector out
1: yes yes so (laughs) well that well that's another liability i'm I'm gonna talk about in a little bit but yeah so the walk and talk the inspector's It's none that I've heard, they're bringing their ladder, they're getting the roof, they're not doing any of that stuff. So they're not even trying to meet the standards. So even if they go, hey, we didn't get an attic because it was inaccessible because I didn't bring my ladder or I didn't bring my screwdriver to open the electrical panel, that is not going to meet the state standard because you're still required to do that as a licensed home inspector. So the liability is... There are a lot of things not looked at when you do a heavy walk and talk done. So now another, I'll talk about liability here. It does give a false sense of security for any home buyer that doesn't know better, and they believe this is going to be just as good. No, there, there are so many things missing to this, and the inspector hides behind their little agreement, saying, "Hey, you knew where I was going to do this." Well, that that may be true. It doesn't make the inspector and the agent liable from knowing that the state does not accept this as a... As As a home inspection. As a a substandard home inspector. doesn't meet the standards. doesn't even attempt to make the standards. Because not all areas were looked at, and therefore you got a lot of important things not looked at. That's for certain. Now, I do think it adds liability to the agents if the agent is suggesting suggesting that this be done in lieu of a home inspection because it does not meet the standard and maybe agents don't know that but being a professional in real estate and face it agents are the ones who really push for licensing they should know this that is not correct thing to do and I don't think you know ignorance of the law is not an excuse right Steve martin had a, had a had a joke well, it was like in the 70s. His excuse, I'm, I'm sorry, Judge, I did not know armed robbery was against the law. No, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't know partial inspection was, a walk and talk was not legal, really. Doesn't make the excuse. So I can see a lot of liability come through that when things things are missed. And they will be missed, because there's going to be squirrels, bad wiring, rotten the roof. Nobody got in there because they only did a walk and talk. And, well, who's going to be liable for that? Well,
2: that's a good question. question. The
1: a, the agent may be liable if they suggest that to happen, and the inspector's definitely going to be liable for that because, well, you didn't meet the standards, so how you justify you're keeping your license for that? Right. Because you and, didn't do the and, shit you're supposed to.
2: And you know what? I do not want to be the first company or the first agent that's brought up as an example for this law, because you know they're going to come down hard and make an example of that first company that comes through with the violation. Because I actually sent an email to the attorney that runs the home inspector licensing, and I flat out asked him, I said, listen, we've had several people asking us about walk and talks based on the new, you know, this was back then, based on that the, the new licensing well, you requirements. You want him,
1: it wasn't that long ago you, you sent this email to him. But it, anyway, go, go ahead the story.
2: It. It, he sent me a response back. And basically what he said is that the law does not distinguish or provide for levels of home inspection. If a licensed home inspector is performing services under their license, a lesser inspection does not reduce the responsibilities or the compliance with the law. Basically, it's not a good idea and you could be in trouble. Yes. And that is from the attorney. The, who regulates the state, the state licensing for home inspectors? And it, there, there's there's only one provision. This is what the report has to include, and if it doesn't include that, and it's not a written report, it doesn't meet the licensure requirements.
1: Correct, and it also and also there's an the interesting thing, the law though. It doesn't say the client has to be in contract to purchase the house, right? It so.
2: It's any interpretation, real estate, ins- I'm sorry, it's any residential inspection.
1: So the interpretation, even if a homeowner who owned the house for many years, if they want a home inspection, even though there's no transaction contemplated, the person inspecting has to be licensed.
2: Which I is something, surprised. yeah. I, I was
1: surprised at that.
2: That was a new one that we realized when we were reading through this today. That you, it's not necessarily for a real estate transaction. It's any home inspection is how the state law is worded.
1: Yep. Now we also contacted a warranty company because when we do our home inspections, we always give those free short-term warranties, which which are great. They protect the agents, they protect the home buyers. So I called the, I talked to the owner of the warranty company. Hey. If we were to do a uh, walk and talk, or if you know if anybody does a walk and talk, and they ha- you have your warranties, would your warranties cover cover that house? You know those appliances, and, and, and he said no, it would not cover that.
2: No hesitation, no questions, no nothing. It was no. Yeah, he had it no questions. was
1: like no. If it's just a walk and talk, it's not going to be covered, which makes me wonder. Then, you know, insurance they required you go through your follow your state standards. If you're not following the state standards, not why would they cover you for a missed attic issue, or a, or missed air conditioner, or any kind of missing issue? Why would they cover that if you did not meet your standards? They wouldn't standard of care.
2: I actually talked to R E and O company way back when, and I asked them, and. um there, there would need to be special circumstances. You would need to provide exactly, you know, contracts with clients and what kinds of things you're telling them. Like, it, it was not covered by, you know, like you had to jump through hoops for did, it to even be considered.
1: Did you have to have like an extra rider or something yeah, on it was, your, it your, was your policy? Yeah, it was an additional rider on the policy. Okay. So they could cover it, be had to pay extra well,
2: for it. It won't- it depends. It depends on the insurance company because I've heard of others that refuse to look at it. Oh, okay. So, so, so I think our new Eno. I don't think they would look at it because it's with the similar company to the one that says no, we're not going to cover the warranties.
1: I was like, well, I don't. We don't need to worry about it. We're not going to do right,
2: and we're not going to do that. We're not going
1: to do the walk and talk because they're not good. And one time, I we had an agent to go. Hey, can, can Jim come out and do an inspection? We're we're doing a tour and and it'll be all. We're looking, doing a little visit with the house totally totally cool for you to do to do this just as you know, quick as you can go through we're like yeah okay we're, we're
2: i can pop we, in. We, we
1: had permission okay go in about 45 minutes into it a uh, person comes and goes hey who who are you and i told him who i was he's like oh you can't be here i was like really i'm like what why and like oh hold on he was it was the husband of the listing agent so so then he called his his wife agent who came over and she goes, "Yeah, you can't be be here. We didn't know anything about this." Oh, I'm, yeah, oh I I'm, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did not you know she, and she was nice about it. She knows. she's like, "I, I know it's not you. You were hired Just to doing do it." What
2: you were doing.
1: Yeah, she goes, "You you you didn't know, but the you liability there out. is the buyer's agent loses integrity with the other agent. So, they're to
2: do something sneaky they try to do
1: something sneaky behind their back and if I was the listing agent I wouldn't want to deal with that buyer's agent
2: now here's a question could that listing agent just terminate that contract because they violated the terms of the contract like if there was a clause in there that said no inspections
1: I do not know I don't know that's that's a good that's a good question maybe maybe if somebody knows that answer they can uh
2: Post it on a
1: post it. Tell what this this thing will be shared other places and you wanna make a comment. Actually, I'll put it on the Facebook San Diego, Ohio Facebook page and you can add a comment. Go, yep. I think well, I think the eight the listing agent could definitely probably do an ethics violation of some type against the buyer's agent. I don't see why not why not there, because they violated they'd, they, the terms yeah, of the contract. Definitely definitely the, the I guess the honor or what do you want to call it, the integrity? Integrity integrity
2: I was you're, waiting for that
1: you're doing that so anyway I think that's about it on this subject can you think of anything else Laura other than I walk and talks are not a good idea I don't care not what for somebody. anybody I don't care what anybody tries to call them or trying to sell them to to the agents to the buyers is it's not in Ohio you're just gonna get yourself in trouble
2: yes and you do not want to be the first company or person to that this law is going up against.
1: Nope, and I mean it, it sells the client short because the client thinks, "Oh, my agent says it's okay." Well, no, because your inspector's not even doing not even doing something illegal. Your client is going to get totally screwed out of any kind of warranties or you know guarantees. There's no no recourse other than go go against maybe the agent for uh, not doing things properly, and probably against that inspector. Inspector, well, because inspector just left himself wide open.
2: Well, I just thought of something. If you know they they do get some type of a warranty or insurance, there's not going to be a written report for them to go. Oh, hey, this was working before I bought the house, or no, this was looked at. It was okay. You're not going to have that, and the insurance company is going to go. that was a pre existing condition.
1: Correct. Yeah, home warranty. And there's companies. no debate. Well, there's something wrong with your furnace. Stops working. One of the first things they ask, like, "Oh, well, the, well, I'm sorry that happened. Did you have a home inspection?" Right. Mm, if you did not, they're like, "Well,
2: that, that's
1: that's a problem there because now how they know it was even works, so they're more likely to deny your claim. Right. Especially if the claim is right after you move in. Now, if you move in and like six months later, you, you what well, say your insurance ran out. You suffer six months of hot. Steamy house, and then you go, All right, hey, our condition just stopped working. You you could do it that way. I mean, I've I've, I've had a more home warranty guy tell me that maybe they waited a couple months and then say it just broke on them, it might slip through that way, but they're going to go through several months of suffering through the heat. When you know, I did a a proper in the first place, had a whole full home inspect in the first place. When it breaks, now you can verify that it worked and get it all fixed. So anyway, don't do the walk and talks. They're 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 not good. Not good for anybody. I think
0: that's it.
2: I think that's it. Thank you everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.